0: Is a my talk dirt alert? Dirt alert! Dirt alert!
1: Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, friends. Hi. How are you?
2: We're so
0: pretty good. good. Well,
1: you're probably feeling good for Britney Spears today, huh? Yeah. yeah real
0: finally one step towards uh, getting. Her life back. Yeah, getting her life back.
1: So she uh, is now allowed to hire her own attorney. This is what a judge has ruled. She was previously represented by a court-appointed attorney named Sam Ingham. Okay, a court-appointed attorney that her father selected. Exactly. That is always the key part to say about him. Yeah, no, you're totally right. And now she's getting new representation. She filed... Uh, She wanted to choose her own attorney. He filed a request to resign as her attorney last week. And so now she's going to get her own guy. And it's Matthew Rosengart, whose firm has represented people like Steven Spielberg, Sean Penn, Ben Affleck, and Eddie Vedder. Um, So we'll see what happens. It's just, I just don't know when the money's going to run out here. This is the first step
0: because she has been... Done wrong by how the conservatorship laws work, and she's been done wrong by her dad Mm -hmm. who for not listening to her. And she was done wrong by that original judge, uh, let's face it, who declared her a lifetime conservatorship at the age of 27. Unbelievable without a one, you know, like we're going to revisit in a year. It was clear she was that maybe postpartum, the divorce, you know what I mean? They were extenuating mental health stuff going on and to me 27 to get a lifetime conservatorship without what with for
1: the rest of your
0: time for the the rest of your life and then she goes out and i mean that was britney's first thing when she refused to do that residency at the park Yeah, that was her first step to take back her
1: life because she's like to her dad, you can't make me perform, you can't make me go out there because he makes
0: you know a piece of everything that's generated from her business as well as getting
1: his fee. Yeah. Uh, After thirteen years of court-appointed counsel, she wants to select her own counsel, is what a court filing reads. And at the hearing on June twenty third, Ms. Spears addressed the court and repeatedly expressed her desire to select her own counsel without an additional medical evaluation. Right. Um, So I just think it'll be interesting what this attorney has to say too you know he uh, he's worked with a ton of celebrities and so what kind of story because he's i i would assume maybe he's going to be more public about talking about the process and the steps that he's trying to take
0: no it's going to all be done on like the it's all it's all going to be so legal beagle but he's going to take it step by step which he has to do because everything protects the conservator
1: Yeah, but don't you think there's going to be more likelihood that, like, after a hearing, he'll talk to people? Well, yeah, I mean, he's going to be able to represent her. But remember, Brittany has been in the dark on so much of this stuff. She didn't know that she could file to end the conservatorship. Yeah. She said that in her June 23rd hearing.
0: I mean, he's probably got there's probably steps that he's going to have to take. He's going to, they're going to need a financial forensic accounting. Yeah. You know, I mean, this, there is a, this is just a baby step. So they would probably take each little, it's like going to be, you know, uh, probably
1: several steps, several legal steps. I wonder how long it's going to take. Maybe a year. Yeah. That's a long time.
2: I know, but it's, it's 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 been 13 years and and the process has started. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe it'll be less, but you know. Yeah, that's a long time. Uh, Irina Shayk has is pulling back from her relationship with Kanye West. There was no relationship relationship, because there was not a relationship. Yeah, Us Weekly says they aren't speaking as much. It's because they weren't speaking.
0: Well, you know what the thing is? These two have known each other, and so it makes sense when her people said, you know, they've been friends because she modeled in a Yeezy fashion show like Mm -hmm. ten years ago. Yeah, there were rumors they dated before he dated Kim. I think she was just okay with him, like th- there being a story about them possibly having a relationship. Like, yeah, because
1: it- he wanted it to look like he was done with Kim. Yeah. I mean, that's hurt people hurt people. Yeah. That was trying to be like, right. Very hey, good, I can Elizabeth. move on. Yeah, it's true. I, I'm out. Doesn't and then matter. when he
0: wanted her to go to Paris, which she knows would have caused the scene, and then if he, maybe he confided in her, his goofy mask idea, she was like,
1: hell no. Yeah. I know. She's the, of course, if you don't remember, she has a baby with Bradley Cooper.
0: And she dated Cristiano Ronaldo for like five years.
1: She was with Bradley Cooper when the all of the Lady Gaga speculation right. was that they were in love during uh, um
0: That was really good. That made it so easy for the movie publicist I that know. like wrote
1: itself. It was brilliant. And mm-hmm. that movie is very good. And it's watching so good. them perform those songs mm-hmm. together. My my kids are obsessed. With shallow. So they are just they? play it. They just tell A L E X A to play it randomly. And then I'm like, oh, I'm melting and crying. This is such That's a good so song. That's so sweet that you spell it out, that you don't say, Alexa, play
0: shallow. Yeah. So that everybody's Alexas start playing. <laughs> Look what you know. just did. You just did it.
1: I did it. I spell it for people. Yeah. Uh, the Real Housewives of New York reunion is on hold. Yes. Low ratings, fan backlash. Yikesies. Well, are you watching it? No, I'm not. Okay. You know, I fell off it's the wagon. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, they were supposed to film the season 13 reunion on August 5th, but they've all been told that the taping is on hold until at least September.
0: And listen, I will Hollywood speak a little bit of that. They all want to be out in the Hamptons yeah. and they don't want to film right then, including Andy. So there's there. This is partly a planted story for, you know, to try and bring up the ratings last night's Roni. Real Housewives of New York episode was pretty funny. Sonia drinking through her mask, (laughs) and uh, you know uh, Ramona pooping for the third time in a row on a trip. Oh my
1: god! On the bathroom floor, it was just. Page six says ratings have reportedly hit an all-time low. Yeah, and some fans are just upset about how the current season is playing out. Lowest one. Lowest rated one ever, according to the Daily Mail, last week was 764,000 live viewers. And
0: I'll tell you also why. Because this was filmed last November and no one wants to relive all the COVID and the election stuff. Mm -hmm. It's traumatic.
1: Yes, it is.
0: And so New York is kind of getting in the crosshairs of that. Beverly Hills filmed at the same time, but they're not having... You know, they didn't shake up their cast and add a, you know, black woman to the cast. Mm -hmm. I mean, because What's Her Name has been in
1: for a while now and she's not, you know, this is her second season. It is interesting um, to kind of think about when the appetite for this is going to end.
0: Yeah, it's just nobody wants to relive the election and all of that, and who'd you vote for, and this, and the COVID. No, you had
1: to live it in your own house. It wasn't uh, fun.
0: Yeah, so I think that's what's happened to New York. But they need a cast shake-up, and they need to have more than just it's such a lean cast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's not much
1: going on. I heard you guys talking about this though. Uh, the other day that Jerry O'Connell is replacing Sharon Osbourne on the talk. Yeah, that's good. And I think it is good. Yeah. He's the first man to hold the position full time. Although he's been a frequent guest host in the past. And I think this will be fun to see the dynamic shift a little bit. Um, when he was in the running for the Kelly and Ryan job, oh, we we were cheering for him. I was cheering for Fred Savage. You guys same, know that. Same, we liked Fred too. I know. All I wanted was Fred Savage to get that yeah. job, and I still think that he should have it. Oh, Ryan is annoying. It's hard. I think the 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 difficult thing with the dynamic of those two is that they're, they're so much alike. They're so much alike. Yes, and they're both like lovely people and really yeah. good at what they do. Yeah, but Fred they're- Savage is like the down home like I'm just home with my kid's dad yeah, and that's what you kind of need is like a little bit of some you know Mm -hmm. like the Regis and Kelly was Regis would be out to dinner with like you know I don't know Frank Sinatra and Kelly's like I got thrown up on three times last night yeah 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 you're right. Dynamic. No, it's they're 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 yin and yin. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. All right, my dirtler time with you comes to a close. Oh, that's Elizabeth. Well, until we meet again, the next time
0: Holly goes on the road when she's on <laughs> vacay, call me first. Hey, we appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks. We'll uh, you know we'll listen to you on Jason and watch you on uh, Twin Cities Live. Thanks, Thanks, friends. Bye.
2: Vintage scandal was quite the scandal.
0: Okay, so I love I'm, that organ music. Yeah, too. isn't it so good? Okay, <laughs> yeah. so with the Emmy, you know, nominations yes. that happened this week, I just, it, I, I thought it got me thinking about, you know, of award shows are certainly they see they've seen their fair share of scandals.
2: Yes, they have.
0: And I thought let's revisit some of those scandals. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I will give you <laughs> categories. Okay. We can start. We'll, we'll definitely get to the Oscars. Okay. Let's start with the Emmys. There have been scandals boy, at the it. Emmys. Let's okay. talk about them. All right. So I'll give you a recent Emmy and see if... Well, no. We're going to go back. We're going to go all the way back um, to, let's see, the year... Let's go to 1934. No, we're going to go back <laughs> to when Helen Mirren won... Uh, lead actress in a miniseries or a movie for a portrayal of Queen Elizabeth. Oh, Queen Elizabeth.
2: Okay. What year are we? um, Who knows?
0: I don't know. That year. But so Helen Mirren, you know, and she goes, she wins, and it's her third Emmy, and she walks up the steep steps from the audience while balancing a shawl around her collars, and when she gets to the microphone, she laughed and said, my great triumph is not falling but she used other words, arse over bits, as I came up those stairs. If you saw the shoes I've got on, yes. you'd understand. And whether it was because of her British accent, her posh aura, or the assumption that a woman of her age would not swear on live TV, the censors did they did not they bleep did out it. the profanity, and the actually hilarious and adorable moment was blasted out. To homes across the United States, but <laughs> she used- can we
2: just use a true fact that we know about her? Yeah, because um, Grant, one of the very first years we were on the red carpet at the SAG Awards, we met her. Yes, we. And wow. she always does the shows, and she wears these platform stripper shoes. Oh. And she told us that. Yeah, she showed. She showed, them showed us her shoes. She because showed they us have the big. <laughs> Platform, platform so she can she's sturdy it's not a stiletto heel and then ah. a big chunky it's a platform. big chunky and it's acrylic shoe yeah so that's so funny that that was what it was yeah because yeah. <laughs> she told us she goes look at i always wear i'm so comfortable on this red carpet because i always wear my stripper shoes yeah so okay so that was something that Kay. happened in 2014 we're going back to
0: 2014 at that emmy's a lot of you know, people, social media users, uh, TV critics um, slammed a site gag featuring Sophia Vergara and the Television Academy chairman, Bruce Rosenblum. Now, it's 2014, so this is three years before Me Too. Okay. Th- which I'm not making that as an no, excuse, but, but just, just setting just this
2: thing, like, and giving us context. Yeah,
0: the joke literally had Vergara on a rotating black. Circular thing, like a statue. So she sure. was t- turning and just like posing mm-hmm. and turning. And Rosenblum was just droning on and on about the state of TV. You oh, know, sure.
2: Because he does... Like when they come out and talk about yeah. the academies giving the money to this and blah, blah. And what, what, so he's talking about the state of TV while at the
0: same time having this visual of this justification of the sex sales mentality. And mm-hmm. people were just in 24, they were like, what in the hell? Have we come this far that we're going to have this woman like literally be the living set? Do you remember this I at all? I do
2: remember this and and it was awkward. I do remember this, Yeah, she went along with it. She went along with it. Big she went time. Along with it big and- time. And um and, and he even
0: said, you know, what truly matters is we never forget you know our success is basically always giving the something the viewers something compelling to watch. And she did not understand the backlash. She told Entertainment Weekly she did not see the gag as demeaning right And she
2: was all in on it. She
0: was all in on
2: it. Yeah. I wonder what she would think now who the heck knows but she people were hot on the Emmys case for that, okay. But you remember her sexuality. And her body and her bosom was something that she was always very proud yes, of. Yes, yeah. yes. So she probably is,
0: didn't even it, uh, think. Right, anything, 100%. It didn't. It landed with a thump.
2: Thump. Okay. And then thump. the
0: last Emmy wow. thing I'm going to give you that okay. is when Colbert, this is the 2017, he was the host. And during a joke about making that year's shows the most watched Emmy telecast ever, former White House press secretary Sean Spicer. Rolled mm-hmm. in on that thing, yes. like uh, yep. like this Melissa McCarthy would do on the SNL, mm-hmm. the podium, mm-hmm. and um, and Spicer declared, "This is the largest audience to witness the Emmys." Period. Both in person around the world, and the joke reference, you know, the lie that Spicer was complicit in about Trump's inauguration. Right. And oh my gosh, people were not having that. Yeah. Colbert was in hot water. People were like. Why would you encourage the line? Mm-hmm. And he'd a lot, lot of hot water from both people in Hollywood, Hollywood stars, the media. I remember not liking Colbert
2: hosting. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, okay. So people were not impressed, and that's the last I, time. Colbert. Here's what I think: I hate it when politics go into these award shows. Period. Yeah, and to have it but, be but so that bold. One was yeah, I know. It was just yeah. like, bleh. um, of
0: course, um. One of the things that, uh, like, here's something that I completely, you know, of course, it's so far back. It's 2004, the Grammys. But Andre, um, or excuse me, Outkast, yes. had just won Album of the Year, and of course, Hey Ya. I mean, what yeah, an album they, that, that, was. that was! The, the dual album with like, him, Big
3: Boy, and Andre 3000. Uh, yeah, they did their so dual many cuts. Good songs, oh.
0: and I, anyway, they they um, had just won Album of the Year, so they closed the Grammys. And they did Heia with a na- with Native American like they had a futuristic teepee. People were wearing uh, moccasins. The dancers were danced up like scantily clad Native American women, and people were mad, both Native Americans as well right. as their, And CBS ended up apologizing on everyone's behalf. Good. Yeah, yeah, but I always wonder. Like, I wonder how thinking about that did that affect Outkast their career? you
2: never.
3: After that, there was not much after this album.
0: So I just wonder. I hope they were not unduly, you know, blacklisted for right. that uh, thing. Um, here's another one from the Grammys. There's a little hey, yeah, yeah, in two thousand and one. Thank you, thank you. Such a good
3: song. Oh, isn't it fantastic? Mm-hmm. It's just.
0: So good. Don't try my Everyone was shaking their Polaroid pictures. Yeah. So, okay, at the 2001 Grammys, the LGBT, there was no Q back in 2001, was up in arms over uh, the lyrics penned by Eminem for the Marshall Mathers LP. And when he was announced as a performer at the 2001 Grammy Awards, uh, Glad protested the decision, and in response... Eminem reached out, of course, nobody knew this at the time, to his sponsor, Elton John, to perform Eminem's stan at the Grammys, Mm. and Vlad picketed outside. They were very, very mad, but the musicians hugged at the end, and Eminem turned to the camera and gave it the middle finger. I do remember that. Yep.
2: Remember when he came down from the crowd with everybody in the white jackets? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Remember? And we find out mm-hmm. from Elton John's book that he's right. Eminem
0: sponsor. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: So
0: anyway, that was like a big. I don't
2: re- know that Eminem was sober back then, though. In two thousand one, maybe not.
0: No, yeah. he was definitely was no, not. not. He yeah. had a, he maybe. had a couple
3: relapses. Yeah. He even called an album "Relapse" and maybe, due to his relapse. Right. It
0: was at that maybe that's when they first like really had a connection. Right. Or something, that's what I'm thinking over too. Over this thing. Yeah. Cause Elton John, I could see him be understanding of. But what a great way for lyrics, yeah. You know. And what a great way for Eminem to deal with it, right? Right. And then, um, I mean, I'm not going to do like uh, the obvious one, like Adele, Dezim and yeah, Kanye West, funny. and whatever. But I will just give you one that you might have forgotten about. Okay. This is um, so I have to just take you back in 1991, at the height of Poison's popularity. Every rose has its thorn, you know, on Skinny Bop, Alcohol, drug abuse, women, groupies, Brett Michaels, the lead singer and, and guitarist C.C. C. DeVille, they broke up at the MTV VMAs. As they walked off the stage with Cindy Crawford and Eddie Van Halen, they broke out in a full-on fistfight. Oh. Okay. Whoa. Ooh. And that led C.C. C. DeVille to leaving Poison. I
2: mean, it's okay, poison. and then flash.
0: Forward. I know that's not even them, is it? No, <laughs> flash. <laughs> that's that's be, be, Bill Bell DeVoe. Yeah, yeah, DeVoe. Devo, yeah, that's. I mean, it's yeah, that's a great time. I love that song. I love that song. Yeah, flash forward to 2009, and the Tony Awards, where Brent Michaels is performing "Nothing But a Good Time" with the cast of Broadway's Rock of Ages, and it's. You know, we know that it's about the over the top mm-hmm. '80s metal. And at the end of that Tony performance, Brett Michaels was knocked to the ground by a descending piece of scenery. Yeah, and the Tony's crew said he missed his mark. And Neil Patrick Harris seconded that statement, saying, "Oh, hey, Brett just gave a whole headbanging a whole new meaning." In the meantime, he broke his nose, needed three stitches. He clapped back and said the very next day I was never given a mark, and right. he was mad they blamed it on him. And you know he went on to sue the show and CBS over the incident, and they did settle with him.
2: Good for him! Yeah, remember, remember how shocking that? that was? We yeah. were just like, "What oh just gosh. happened?" This is like TV, right? Us? Right? Yeah. Oh, anyway, anything anything can can all, right. all right, we'll be we'll be right back. All right, we have the feel good story of the oh. year. Possibly Okay, you gotta hear
0: this grant. Okay, here's the headline Parents who never stop searching reunite reunite with son abducted twenty-four years ago. So this is a story wow. in China. It is about a guy's cross country decades long search for his son. It inspired a movie, and there's a now an ending fit for Hollywood. And apparently, like about seventy thousand kids in China every year are kidnapped. For nefarious reasons. Oh, it's just terrible. It's okay, terrible. So for nearly 24 years, this dad crossed China by motorbike with banners displaying photos of a two-year-old boy flying from the back of his bike. He traveled more than 300,000 miles all in pursuit of one goal, finding his kidnapped son. This week, Guo Tang's Gauteng, search finally ended. He and his wife were reunited with their son, who's now 26, after the police matched their DNA. In a scene captured by Chinese state television, they clung to each other in Mr. Guo's hometown in northern Shandong province. My darling, my darling, my darling, Mr. Guo's wife, Zhang, sobbed as she embraced the young man. We found you, my son, my son. And the, the happy ending captivated China, where he's become something of a folk hero. Oh, I want to cry. I know. His, wow. His cross country odyssey and i don't know if people have any concept of how big, big china, china is, is but wow okay it is and the the different mountains i mean you know it's not anyway his cross country odyssey during which he was he was thrown from his bike at least once slept outdoors countless times because he couldn't afford a hotel or there wasn't a hotel It inspired this 2015 movie called Lost in Love, starring the renowned Hong Kong actor Andy Lau. And after the reunion, you know, Chinese media was filled with congratulatory messages and hashtags, and people were so happy. The movie director was so happy, but it is a longstanding problem in China. And there are no official statistics on the number of children kidnapped um each year, but various reports indicate it could be as high as um seventy thousand. And at one time the child abduction was linked to China's one child policy.
2: Right. Because
0: some couples resorted to buying young boys on the black market to ensure they would have a son. Right. Oh my gosh. I know. Oh but twenty how many years? Twenty four years. Twenty four. Oh. He'd been playing at the door of his home while his mother cooked inside and he was taken. And they searched, and they searched, and they searched. He wore out 10 motorcycles. He went south to north. He traced tidbits of information. He had so many near accidents.
2: Oh, this is such a story. It
0: really, really is. He founded an organization to help other parents in China find their missing children. And he said he's helped people find loved ones, even as his own remained uh, unsolved. So... Well, I'm glad Chinese state officials found this.
2: Yeah. That they let, that they people, let know. people know about this. But exactly. it was too big
0: of a story. It was taking up too much, you know, thing on right. social media. And also the fact it was in this movie, because it just seems like something straight out of a movie. They, they, how they found him, I don't know. They said they arrested a woman and a man, and she snatched the boy who then sold him and, um, Mr. Guo and his wife bought more than a thousand pounds of candy to give to neighbors for the celebration of their oh. son returning home.
3: Oh man, it's
2: such a sweet story. Yeah. Anyway, did
3: the, the emotions? Oh, like just pouring through you uh-uh. as you're reunited. Could right. Oh, you would never be able to feel anything like that. The yeah. joy, the the sadness, everything.
0: Wow. Right. Wow. Right. So anyway, but they, he, I guess he's going to continue to live with the couple who stole him and visit his uh, mom and dad. So it's going to be an adjustment.
3: A little bit. <laughs> That's the last part of the story. I Sorry to tell you that
0: at the end, but media reports said he would continue living with the couple that raised him slash stole him, but he would visit his birth parents often. So wow. what a dilemma.
3: For him, yeah, because he's thinking this whole time that these people are the ones that right. are his parents, and now he has real parents, and you can't really... Yeah. Oh man.
0: See what happens when you have a policy like that trying to tell oh. people how many kids they can have?
3: Yeah. That's bad
0: nuts. things.
2: Bad things happen. Makes me think of the handmade okay. scale. The reason we haven't gone back to that, we're just like, oh it. my can't And I can it. all right, so here's other this isn't this is just a completely non-sequitur transition, okay? I love those. Okay. Swiss tennis star Roger Federer has withdrawn from the Tokyo Olympics.
0: I didn't even... Why is he playing in the Olympics, first of all? Because he's won... I thought it was amateurs in the Olympics. No, this
2: is the silly, dumb thing about the Olympics with tennis. Tennis is an international sport already. I don't know. Everyone wants a medal, Lori. Everyone wants a medal. But he said he unfortunately experienced a setback with his knee.
0: Good. Well,
2: here, he's here's, too here's old who's here's who's not going: to Serena be Williams, Rafa Nadal, no. S- Simona Halep, Dominic Team, Nick Kyrgios. Leave, leave it. Why can't the younger, up and coming?
0: Why can't they have it? Why do these? People that win all these things have all this money. What the hell are they doing being Olympians?
3: I don't know. I mean, the NBA does the same thing. The NBA
0: all. does it, which is stupid. All
3: their stars are not college athletes. The NHL. Remember back in the yeah, eighty Olympics, man. they were the last college non-professional team to play. Right. You know, I mean, it's it. It's well, weird how it's supposed to be amateur. Yeah, but yet it it's is not. weird.
2: It is very we're calling weird. It BS. Oh, bs glory, I, I love is. it. You just call it. You call just it. call it. So anyway. Roger, though, did he really hurt his knee, or is he using it as an excuse?
0: I think yeah, that's an excuse. I think so, too, Julia. He really doesn't want to go. His wife and family can't go with. I know. And right. he doesn't want to And he doesn't, really doesn't want to be that
2: far away. He doesn't need to go. He, If he wants to try even to come back, why would you go and put extra mileage on your body, being in quarantine, being away? He's got four or five kids. I think he has two sets of twins. Yeah. Well, Two sets are, a twins? He does, I think. Uh-huh. He does. Handful. Yeah. I know. No kidding. All right, everybody have a fantastic night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.